You are listening to the Level Up Your Gaming Podcast, Episode 8, Music and Atmosphere in Games. Today we talk about adding music and other atmospheric techniques to improve your games. We discuss some tools for adding these components and how they contribute to the atmosphere of your games. We do cut out pretty fast at the end because our friend showed up early for our game session. I'm sure we'll tackle this topic again in the future and expand upon it. If you'd like to participate in the discussion or leave us feedback, you can contact us at levelupyourgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you like the show, please subscribe, leave us a review, or tell a friend. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Level Up Your Gaming Podcast. Uh, my name's Aaron. Across from me is the man. Uh, he can't dance, but he knows how to, to play music. Jared. <laughs> I think I'm a fine dancer. Well, I could ask your wife about that, maybe. I am Lord of the Dance. Okay, Lord of the Dance. Okay. I can shake my booty. Have you seen uh, Shen Yun or any of the other things, Riverdance? <laughs> they ain't got nothing on Jared. They ain't got nothing on me. Uh, so anyways, today we're going to be talking about the magic of music in your games. And other topics of atmosphere. And other topics of atmosphere. We'll actually get to other things of atmosphere later on, but this is specifically incorporating music kind of into your game and, and doing that with atmosphere. But before we begin, uh, if you'd like to support us, you know, Join in the conversation, talk with us, you know, give us your feedback. Uh, you can contact us at levelupyourgamingpodcast at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, go ahead and uh, subscribe, like the podcast, review it, review it well, please. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, just just do all those things. Tell a friend as well. Tell a friend. There we go. Tell a friend. Uh, especially for you GMs out there that uh, you're the main GM of your group, uh, something that I'm very familiar with. Uh, share this podcast with your players. Um, it might be illuminating for them. Might get them in the ring and and have them start uh, telling stories of their own. Yeah, it might inspire them to pick up the reins, take a little weight off your shoulders for a little bit. I mean, like, thank God that you've been doing that lately. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, we we're doing the shared storytelling. It's, thing. it's fantastic. It's been going well. It's going well. It's been going amazing. In my personal opinion. It's given you a lot of time to really kind of you know, adjust and do stuff with your games. Today I actually figured out what I'm doing with my next game, at least atmospherically. Coming to that point. Oh, okay. Um atmospherically while I was in the shower. Thank God. Like I was like, I need I need a new atmosphere. I needed to to hit that edge again. Mm. So I finally came up with it. I was like, oh my God. It's amazing. Well, you figure it out. That's how it works. Um, how so, you been doing though? Uh <laughs> still rough weeks at work, but you know Always the prayer that things will calm down. I hope all of our listeners are, you know, they're uh, having calm weeks. And if they're not, we'll all get through it together. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, same here. I I just passed my stressful week, and you're still in a in a stressful circle. So. Everything went well with yours? Uh, yes, after a crazy release at 2 a.m. in the morning. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I was uh, I, I was here at game when yeah, we did that. And, and then I I left and I got on online and I had to assist with the release until, until two a.m. Uh, two thirty. Holy crap! Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was, it was pretty crazy. Someone took Friday off, didn't they? Huh? Someone took Friday off, didn't they? No one took Friday off. You didn't take Friday off? No, that was well. It was Saturday night. I ended up having to go into Monday. Yeah, it's a whole big thing. Uh, you know. But anyways, enough about anyways. work, and let's talk about how to incorporate music. So, games. music. First, always look at tools. Um, computer laptop speakers, fantastic. Uh, if you don't have a laptop, don't have a PC that uh, you can bring into the environment, 
a um, CD players bought at Walmart, um, an iPod connected to two speakers or a phone connected to two speakers will do everyone the trick. Um, you don't need a whole lot of technology. You don't need a, a whole lot of expense to put this um, element into your games. And that that's something... And, and trust me, the expense, even if you got to buy the $20 speakers, and I'm not saying that you need the, the, the what's the boost one? The boost. Or, uh, you mean like the beats? The beats. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Beats. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you don't need, you don't need to have really good speakers. Laptop speakers are perfectly fine. They're perfectly fine. Um, you know, you can go ahead and, uh, you, know, you can, you can get, uh, you know, you can just play out of like a boom box, regular speakers, whatever you've got. It doesn't really matter at all. Especially if your players are present there in the room with you. Especially if you're online, if you're using a, 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 a software like roll 20, Roll20 offers music um, capability. Um, Roll20 I've always found to be, um, or not always, but um, recently I've been having uh, some difficulty because over the years um, I've collected a lot of music uh, for strictly for gaming. Um, I mean, when I... Oh yeah, we keep doing, like, I'll, I'll play a video game and I'll be like, Jared... Soundtrack. Soundtrack. You gotta hear these songs. Yeah, like, like let, let, let me know your your thoughts, and then we sit there, we listen to them, and Jared's like, yes, mm, yes. Mm, yes, I could use that one. Because I mean, like, I'm 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 not a big music listener when I'm uh, not gaming. I mean, like, I listen to country western. Yeah, I mean, it, so like spoken music <laughs> never used in game. <laughs> spoken music is usually not the best music. No, and I get and the the reason why I'm gonna there's a little caveat to that, um, which is. If you are doing a fun scene or a fun fight, uh, Jared mentioned this in our last podcast, um, but he talked about Black Betty being a song that he always used when you know he, he would do yeah, a fight, like and it's a fun fight. It it's creates a bar fight. it creates this kind of fun. The boys are back in town. Another fun. another good one. Oh yeah, you know, any song that's kind of upbeat, just like you, you think about it in terms of of you know what you play when you're working out. Like if you want to get that like. That adrenaline rushing that fun beat. And, and, and all that. So you put up the fun beats or if you're driving in the car and you want to make something light and, you know, put some levity to your life. Or if you want to have sad, sad songs in there, you can you could find sad songs to really set the tone in the moment. And that's kind of the whole point about using music in your game is that you want to set a tone, set a tone, set a tone for for that moment. Um, so sometimes uh, generally, I'll leave on some sort of background music um, just to engage the brain because how little do we know or how little do we notice uh, television shows, uh, movies, video games? There is almost always some sort of music playing in the background. Very seldom are things silent unless like it's a meant to be. Everything has a purpose, uh, especially when it comes to music, video game production, all that stuff. My thing is I, I generally leave on some nice background music. Um, you can uh, go through YouTube and find uh, a lot of music that's uh, save music is generally what I'll use. I'll find something that's like a save game uh, theme, shameless plug for Resident Evil 4, their save theme I've used since the game came out. It's, it's perfect. There, there, there's two. There's the save room theme theme from that and serenity and so before we yep. ever got to the online uh music playing because we had brian online so before he had to use like a shared player like roll 20 or uh soundcloud 
we always used your iTunes that was connected on your computer. My laptop. And we would play that and try to have it picked up through the microphone. Not the greatest setup if you're it trying was, to set that no, up. No. Uh, I would advise against doing that. I would try to find a shared player if you're going to have to go that route anyways. Um, but what you end up doing there is with the uh, with the, the save thing music is you can see the play count for it. And it's always on repeat and it's played like 3,000 times. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I... God, I, I wonder what it's at now. Um, even that we've switched to uh, Roll20, so it's not on the play counter anymore. But, I mean... It, it's, it's a lot. I use it in my games. I oh, mean, yeah. it's it's the perfect kind of just you're doing nothing music. Yep. So, um, with getting a lot of music, uh, you can definitely go through those. And this we talked about a little bit, I believe, last week with um, what kind of music and uh, where to find it. But uh, organization is a big thing. I have separate folders, and all of my folders are based off of the emotion I want to create. Um, for example, fear. Um, Aaron and all my uh, all my players know very well that I love to do horror games. Um, Which is one of the themes that you tend to do very well in your games. I tend to. And you tend to have very good building of suspense in your moments with with uh with the with the, uh, the the horror game and and that scary music there and we've got some pretty good ones i mean we use like things like the resident evil again resident evil soundtrack i'm going to shamelessly plug the resident evil 4 soundtrack because it's got a lot of really good stuff it's fantastic it. it's got uh, just good general fight music good um scary music good just kind of Hey, I'm doing nothing kind of music. Really, any of the Resident Evil games are pretty good, but you got something like that. So, like, you use, like, the Regenador theme. Oh, that's um, a great one. And, you know, then from, uh, if anybody's played Killer7, uh, we use a couple of songs from there. Um, Taxidermy. Taxidermy. Um, original Personality. Original Personality. Original Personality is a very, very creepy song, just the way it plays. It's only, like, a minute. And it loops just so, so well. It loops very, very well. Um, so organize your music. My recommendation, my, I guess, tool uh, is organizing it by uh, my emotion, what emotion I'm attempting to do. Um, for those of you who have access to music editors, um, you know, because sometimes soundtracks are great. Like, uh, personally, and I know there are many people who will find me on this, I loved Batman versus Superman. Loved that movie soundtrack of it was just immense and there are great moments from it but the problem is is that there's great moments in that music and then it moves into a well moves into a second movement and suddenly we go from like epic thunderous music mm-hmm. to eh, like lightning twinkly because the scene changed in the mute in the movie for those of you who have music editors just cut that out throw it Mm-hmm. Just keep the epic because the epic can replay. Just find a good place to cut. Aaron's like the master of editing and cutting. Um, I've gotten better at it now, but um, even to Jared's point right there, in he's speaking about the, the 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 change in the soundtrack in the middle of a scene there as it switches from something to the second movement there. Um, you know, just in general, rule of thumb I like to use when I'm doing games is uh, every scene that you change. You change the music. That's that's um, a good rule, and it, it also keeps the music from getting monotonous to your players, and j- they stop. It, it keeps them engaged. Something's always changing within the game, 
Um, and so that way, like you're, you're in the hospital, you're talking to the doctor. And then now you're, you realize that, that the person who is in the hospital got in trouble. And so he, you have to go to the, to the scene of the crime and investigate it. Well, okay, let's change to a more detective-y, you know, investigative right. theme or whatnot. Something more, uh, suspenseful. Yeah. Um, so when, when, um, with the suspense and, and doing all that with a CD player, what you can do is uh, generally what I did back when we had to use CDs and stuff like that. I had a cheat sheet, um, so I knew what track to play at what time. Well, not at what time, but like, oh, seeing, you know, track seven because it doesn't pop up immediately on the mm-hmm. CD player. So it, it's uh, important to have that cheat sheet. Now, when I create um, uh, written scenes, so scenes in which, like, my epilogues or scenes that I'm going to take my characters into, I guess a cutscene is, is probably one of the best ways to put it. Uh, what I will do is I'll actually write in, in the middle of, of the scene what music I'm going to switch to and when. So that's always helpful to kind of keep that cheat sheet, always having knowing where and when to switch the music, especially in your cutscene moments, because it can really amplify your cutscene. It is... I, I think that uh, a lot of people might be like, eh, music's overrated. It, it's it's really not. The power of music is understated. Yeah, if you've never used it in your game, it's really it's really hard to explain how useful it is for immersing people in the scene. Okay? Um, because it, I, we used to never use it when we were yeah. younger. Uh, it just used to be the nights we would go around the table and you know have a good time and we would we would you know talk and we would we would put everything together. But the the moment that we actually started to incorporate it more readily within games, it just kind of made like it's it sets the tone in the moment that you're trying to to convey to your players. So instead of your just descriptors, so you might not be the master of descriptors, but your descriptors can be okay, and the music can take the thing to the next level. You know, bring it to uh, you know shameless plug. Right shameless plug. Yeah, we're gonna, we're leveling up your gaming here. <laughs> okay, so uh, no, but it, the the music can take to, can take the scene to the next level, literally. In that, you know, even if your descriptors are mediocre, your the music can convey the intensity of a scene or convey the the seriousness of a scene. You really just set a tone with that music. And I. I... It's it's for those of you who might be hesitant or might not use it or might just I don't know leave a radio on. Really, it, it can like Aaron said augment a, a scene. It can also push your players in the direction that you kind of want them to go. Uh, for example, we had one game uh, that involved uh, East and West Berlin. Uh, it was set during the uh, the Cold War, and um, Aaron uh, and Brian were given the choice of handing over uh, an asset, a CIA asset, to the KGB, and I played this music, and it just you oh. you played the Black Hawk Down theme, yeah, and then you you had a moment where like he was being taken away. There, there was nothing we could do at this point. Like, oh, yeah. it was he was going to be taken, and there was a to give you just a, a quick other background to this. He. Uh, he, he so we're, we're we're playing a scene that's in the past that happens in World War II, but the game, the original game, is set in in modern nights. So we're viewing what our fathers did in World War II, and the the person was somebody who was very important in the future. 
Okay, so it was like you're watching the moment was he? he was. He was the head of Pentex. Oh shit! Yes. So we what we're doing is we're watching this person who we know is going to be like it's it's a moment where like you want to redeem the person and save him from the fate that he's going to have to have, and you play beautiful music. You played the Black Hawk Down music. And Gore's attempt. Yeah, and it was just, it was like, you know, I was like, almost had tears in my eyes. Like, because I was like, it's like, like, damn it, I, I can't let him go, but I I can't do anything about it. Yep. That was a, a fateful moment. Fateful moment. I was, I was, it was then that I realized the power of music. At that point, I realized its true potential. And it, it's funny, as I've grown older and I've uh, started to analyze uh, you know, like things that I watch and uh, ads on TV and stuff like that. It's it is amazing how the power of music. Uh, look at the ASPCA commercial. I mean, it, it's sad to see puppies in cages, but when you got Sarah McLaughlin playing Wings of an Angel on top of it, God, I mean, I don't care if you're Satan, you're gonna you're gonna weep if you've never seen that one. Watch it if you need a good cry. Like I just need to cry a little bit. That'll help you out. Trust me. It's like reading instruction manuals to go to sleep. <laughs> You're right there. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I mean, again, it, it's it's that setting of, of the tone in your movie. And again, play each song with purpose. Jared talked about um, organizing your music. Don't be so lost in your organization that you have to search for the right song. It's always a good idea to know, especially if you've planned a scene to happen at the end of something, to say, like, this is the music I want to accompany that song. And then you have, like, your kind of good old standbys. Like, you could choose from any one of these, and they would hit the tone in that moment. Yeah, and purposeful music uh, selection is, is, is key. Um, you can't just let it on repeat, because, trust me, you'll, you'll, you'll get the... Or not on repeat, but on random, because you'll get the this. You're trying to convey something sad, and then I don't know, something. Oh yeah, no, you jump can't, around. You can't have random music. You want to always have the song on repeat. Something that that's very repeat is key. Yeah, repeat is key, so you don't have to restart the song as you go through it. Um, if you are in a situation where you can't use roll twenties, roll twenty already has this solved. Um, we temporarily use like SoundCloud to do this. Uh, where I was able to give the players a link and they were able to play it while I'm playing the song and so they can listen to it on repeat and it would not and so they'd be they'd be sharing like the moment with us right and it, it is so key especially if you have players that are out of town uh, overseas and stuff like that um, the but the uh, the music is 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 just I can't stress it enough on how critical it is especially uh in scary moments oh man it can just it can make a terrifying situation all the more abysmal uh you know it it's it's it sets a again it's it's all about the tone so like i think one of the just just to kind of touch on your scary moment there i just recently had one um i'll i'll there there's a little bit of a botch in it in terms of where i paused the moment on it but i built it up appropriately essentially, which is I had you hook, line, and sinker. I had you from a regular kind of song. And then, like, as you were kind of sitting there, like, I've changed the tone of the songs to something new. And so, you know, there's a little bit of, like, fear in the situation and, like, like, like you know, a little bit of the unknown going on here. And I kept making the NPCs do very weird things that kept freaking you guys out. This is when you guys were on the hills with the, with the, the two conspiracy theorists. 
Okay. And then... It's terrible. And so I, I started playing very scary music. Okay, so the situation itself is you're on a dark hill, no lights, okay? You're in a van, there's like six of you, pitch black, all you got is like the light of the stars on top of you and like the moon and whatnot. It's a bitter cold night and... You know, these guys are, are acting like jackasses. They're not actually acting appropriate to the to the scene, but they're but but this the, the music in the background is scary. So all the players have this anticipation something is coming. Oh god, it was it was great. That was a great scene. You really did well on that one. Cause uh at that point that's when the, the wolf jumped out. Or there was uh I turned my flashlight and that's when you ended the game. You ended it right when I turned my flashlight and you were like and that's it for the night. And I was like, no, I need to know what's at the end of the meme. <laughs> um, suspenseful endings. Uh, huge. Um, huge to get your players to want to come back. So I guess that's a rando thought out there. You know, it's like end on a suspenseful note. Um, no, see? Brought it back mm-hmm. to music. Um, other things uh, on atmosphere, though, that I, I do want to touch on. Um, uh, I know that many uh, storytellers out there will uh, try to use props to augment a scene. I, uh, I guess for some people, they work. Um, for me, I have never... I, I've been in games where, where several props have been shared, but I never really gotten anything out of them. I, I would recommend, unless the prop is functional, for example, like a report that I can read that will help me solve my mystery um, or informational in some aspect, I would not recommend using utilizing your time and or money on on props you know i have found that they, they just add little substance and, and they're really a money pit you know um i had seen uh they, they look cool and they it, it, you think that they're going to be cool and you're like oh man this is going to be awesome like i i saw on this one website they offer a whole bunch of of props for games pre-gen pre pre created Mm -hmm. games and i mean like one of these prop kits was like 292 bucks and it's cool they've got this they've got that but you know as i've seen props in the past i was like the the cost just isn't worth the benefit your players might even get disengaged with the story by focusing on how cool your prop is i would i would shy away uh, from props to adding to atmosphere. I guess I, guess I just want, don't want you all to fall into a pit that I, for a long time, had thought like, oh, this would be so cool. And it just, it doesn't, it's a distraction in point of fact. And, and I guess I'm advising you away from that. Yeah, I mean, I guess those are all kind of rules and things that you would not want to do in a game. I mean, we yeah. could have a, we could touch deeper on those in another podcast. A don'ts. A don'ts. Like, I, we would not, or a, we would not suggest. We wouldn't recommend. We wouldn't recommend. You could, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> you could do this, but eh. Um, but I, I guess for a should, uh, lighting. Lighting can be used inside of your home. Whether or not you have adjustable lighting in, in, in your house, uh, dimming the lights uh, in a scary scene can really create something. Now, don't recommend getting up from the table in the middle of the session. Do it at a natural time where there's a break. Cause well, yeah, because your immersiveness there is that you don't want to break the immersion, especially if you've built up a scene. You don't want to end up in a situation where you're like, okay, now give me a moment. And then, you, on, go, and then you go lower the lights, and then it's like you've, 
you've you've lost lost the moment really you've you've yeah. actually you've, you've thrown away everything you built up there which is why like you know when you're building up for a scary scene you're building up for a suspenseful thing and your players are hanging on your every word and you see it and oh the yeah music, the music is playing and you're you're crescendoing to the to the moment boom then you, you want to be like okay well now i just let me go grab the, the, the prop i need or let me go grab let, let me go, go turn down the light let me go turn on the lights uh but the thing is is it's it's a bit of foreshadowing um I, I've thought about it many times. I don't think I've, I think I've implemented it maybe once uh, with the lighting, but uh, I think it'd be very uh, cool uh, to uh, do one by candlelight. You don't want to blind your, your players or anything like that with no candles. We really can't do it because we have somebody online who would just see darkness and I see, you know, which wouldn't be, that's, that's John Cash song for those of you who are wondering what the heck that reference was. Um, love John um but yeah the uh i just wanted to touch on the the other uh items of atmosphere uh lighting um you know uh, one of the things that with atmosphere that sometimes eh, i'll save that for the don'ts i'll save it for a don'ts thing don't we'll bring that into a to a don'ts conversation but i mean so we we, we touched on music you touched on props we touched on lighting uh, it's really hard to incorporate all the senses into it. Oh yeah. Um, but atmosphere is a lot about uh, you know describing the you know the situation that's happening to your players right. and immersing them into it. It's like reading a good book. You gotta you really gotta give them the details to get them there. And don't think that you have to do like Matt Mercer type descriptions. Okay, he's he's a he's a very well trained and well 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 practiced. Well produced. Well produced, well practiced too. Oh God! I mean, like the guy does voice things. You know, I mean, voices do help immerse everything that you want to do to try to bring your players into it. But you can only stimulate so many senses to get the players to that point. At the same time, and and that's not to say that you know, I don't know, if you're playing a game in in Mexico, uh, you know, to offer, I don't know, champorado, which mm-hmm. is a, a, it's like a Mexican hot chocolate. That can engage senses. It's uh, sights and smells. Uh, speaking of, of sights and smells, uh, back, I guess, to music, uh, I did want to touch on the other things momentarily. Mm-hmm. But um, sound effects such as cities, taverns, um, it, it, it's fantastic to uh, find um, uh, amb- yeah, ambiance sound effects. Uh, it works out really great. Uh, I will caution you from having... For example, the city sound effect, uh, I've always loved it. Um, the honking of the horn, do not play that for too long. It it will grind on your uh, players a little bit, the, the hearing of the honk honk. Well, sound, sound effects are more about playing one time or twice. It's, 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 really, it's really about giving them the moment of like, oh, we've changed into this situation here and your your music should be the the background and the backdrop setting just like you're watching a movie mm-hmm. okay so your music plays the background the backdrop and then all of a sudden you hear like dun, dun, like yeah you play it once like just to kind of make sure that they're still immersed in the scene i hope everyone is enjoying our impersonations of <laughs> car horns <laughs> we are in our 30s but yes we are like 10 <laughs> But I, I, I think the, the only other thing I really want to say about music, I mean, I, there's a lot of other things, but the one like okay. real big, big don't that I want to say about music um, is if you're going to incorporate it, 
do not just put your Spotify playlist on. Okay. Do not have, do not have a lack of intention with your music because then it means nothing. Okay. Your scenes mean nothing. Okay. I mean, like, like your scenes actually become more goofy in a, in a situation. It's chaotic. It, it, it just distracts the player. Like and it kills and you can't hit the forward button fast enough. You can't. Because I mean, the minute that like I, I'm supposed to be having this emotional moment, somebody is dying. Oh my god! And Black Betty comes on. It's over. Kaboom! I just shattered your vase in your the, in your the, house. The, this isn't the time to put on like you know the you know the Coldplay soundtrack or like the Panic at the Disco. This isn't the time just to play whatever play you got. Some Coldplay uh, for a character. Oh, I'm not saying that it might not have its place. I'm just saying that you shouldn't have it just playing yeah um but you know with uh music the other thing that i I did want to hit upon is um timing uh this is for really advanced stuff um you might be able to pull this off once maybe twice during a game i wouldn't try fitting it into your maintenance schedule every freaking week because it is very hard to do um for this if you live with somebody for the love of god uh make sure that you have headphones in um, God bless my wife, because uh, uh, to do this, it, it takes time. It takes a, a lot of time. So, for example, what I will do was I will actually um, put in for my narrative scenes, those cut scenes, I will actually sit there and time out my music to hit certain points in the dialogue. I'll put little indicators in my notes about what music's uh, in the music, what's coming up, like when the crescendo is about to hit. Um, you know, like you'll, I'll, I'll for an example, like I'll put, um, you'll hear uh, two loud bass uh, lines, and then it's kind of my indicator that I, do I need to speed up or slow down. What I can also do is modify the speed of my narratives by adding. Um, more description, uh, more words that will increase the time to make sure that the moment, the narrative, the dialogue uh, crescendo matches the musical crescendo. It is a very powerful instrument. You will come off to your players like a, a magician. They will, they will. I, I believe that actually you looked at me in one time and said, did you time that? And the answer is yes, I did. I sat there with a set of headphones on for hours Probably, like, I, I think a good timed narrative will most likely take you two to two and a half hours to time out. And you're playing it on repeat all the time. You're playing it on repeat. And, and that's why I recommend the headphones uh, if you live with anybody. Well, I mean, you've used your the music in so many different situations that have worked out uh, with such big impact. I think, uh, you know, aside from, you know, playing it there in, in Elders, which is where that scene we talked about earlier came from with the Black Hawk Down thing, you actually uh, timed epilogue. it in th- with the epilogue. The epilogue is is an example of when you timed the I music. Timed it all. To what you were talking about, and, and you know, it, it had, like, it was almost like, like, you were you were singing notes behind like like and, and you know like hitting hitting moments there and I will do a thing where we record the epilogue uh, with the music. I hope that it's licensed uh, license free. Uh, uh, it is not. It's not license free. Okay, maybe we won't do that. Uh, <laughs> like I'm I'm pretty sure like I don't know. We'd have to check to see if the I don't know how long copyrights last. 
we'll 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 take a look at. It. We might we might record it with the epilogue, okay, episode. But I mean, it, it's it, the way that you did it was just really, really special, like in in a way. And it, it's not just because you know the epilogue contained all the stuff we did. The music made it feel like it. It just made you like 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 you you had finished watching a great movie and you're watching the credits roll and you're seeing like the little blips and blurbs like the, it's like you're watching the epilogue in the movie and, and that's the thing and that's what you were talking about specific music usage it, it takes a long time to develop uh music that's why it's great to organize it folder it um keep it organized and foldered um but but also to experiment and look for new music out there um, I myself actually just kind of got on Spotify because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I never used it and it does this recommendations sort of thing. So I have started putting a lot of my music that I've wanted to incorporate in games into there in hopes of discovering something new. For example, Spotify, you will not find any country Western. No Tim McGraw, not a single song on my Spotify. Mm, interesting. Because I want to find gaming music. That makes sense. I want to explore gaming music, you know. Um, I want more. Um, but, I mean, that's 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 what it takes to level up your gaming. I mean, it, it really does take that time, that effort. And, I mean, th- this is something we talked about with development. It takes the time and the effort. And music, it is something that if you put in that time and that effort, it is unlike a prop. It is not well um, wasted. It, it's... It, it's. I know that's Ken. I'm. I'm going on. Okay. Like that. He isn't even at the door. Yep. <laughs> to all of our listeners, our friend has just arrived at the door. I'm continuing to talk. So. <laughs> well, anyways, um, we're gonna go. Uh, oh, we're is, gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna go. Oh shoot. Well, I'm, I'm kind of crescendo right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we. This is the last good point. I didn't really have another one after this. So. Fair enough. Anyways, um, this has been the Level Up Your Gaming podcast uh, for Jared. I'm Aaron. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night.